This is a podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. This podcast is um, my understanding about a book in the Bible, one of my favorites, First Samuel. Um, this podcast basically is starting right now. Um, and what <clears throat> I will be talking about is what God, uh, by his grace, has allowed me to see as I have uh, been reading uh, through Samuel. And um, I hope it is instructional and helpful to whomever would hear this podcast. Ultimately, uh, my hope and prayer is that you will find God, Yeshua, uh, Jesus, his son, uh, and uh, make the decision to be Jesus' disciple and receive the Holy Spirit and all that good stuff, repentance, and so forth. Uh, But God the Father... Uh, God the Son and God the Holy Spirit are amazing and uh, I hope uh, this brings you ever more closer to to them. So, um, I have not introduced myself. My name is Wale uh, Desanwo. Uh, this is my podcast, as I have said and I keep saying. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to be talking about... Uh, the book uh, in the Bible, First Samuel. Um, this is not necessarily. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm. Uh, we'll kind of see what happens here. So, uh, the the first book, uh, uh, the the first Samuel, rather, uh, First Samuel, um, kind of starts off uh, talking about a family. There is uh, a husband. Um, if you'd like to know his name, um, please read First Samuel because I don't remember his name. But uh, um, it's about a husband and uh, this, this man, uh, this husband, has two wives. Which is, uh, to you, listener, today in this century, will be like, hmm, the man has two wives. Okay, that's interesting. But uh, yes, he had two wives. Uh, they did things uh, the way they did back in the day. Anyway, he has uh, two wives. And uh, one is having babies like it's no man's business, like just popping them out. Um, now, to, uh, at this point, again, this is me uh, reading or, or talking to you about scripture. Uh, the Bible, Scripture, in as who I am uh, under God's grace. So, and uh, my language in not you know in basically how I talk. So, if I say popping out babies, I'm just it's just my way of saying that <laughs> the woman had a lot of babies, uh, and it's relevant in the fact that his second wife did not have any babies at this point. Spoilers. She's going to have a baby. <laughs> More than one later. But at this point, uh, 
his second wife, whose name, again, if you like to know who she is, please read First uh, Samuel. Uh, she has no babies. And um, it's the, uh, the tradition of the family that they would go to uh, the house of God. Uh, I believe it was uh, maybe once a year or something like that. Can't remember. Again, read First Samuel. And, um, you know, the, the wife with no kids is um, upset, very unhappy um, that she doesn't have kids. And the first wife is not being very nice to her, just provoking her, you know, knowing uh, she doesn't have any kids. So she kind of goes in on her. Anyway, um, she's upset. She's not happy. So when you're upset, you're not happy. And God is your father. What do you do? You go to God, your father. You talk to him. And uh, so she decides to pray uh, to the father, to God, and talk to him and be like, you know. So here's the thing, God, father, I don't have no kids. I need me a kid. You know, I don't know what she said. I'm just improvising here. But, you know, she talks to God and she does it in a way that's uh, slightly different uh, than maybe the norm. She's praying in her heart. So no words are coming out, but her lips are moving. And Eli, one of the priests, kind of like the head priest at the time for God's people, sees her uh, praying in this way. And he doesn't know any better. So he condemns her right away. Again, um, this is kind of what I see. He condemns her right away and tells her, stop drinking and get, no, sorry, it's not drinking. Stop getting drunk, you know, kind of leave getting drunk, you know, basically indicating that getting drunk is bad. And again, getting drunk is bad. It is a sin, according to God. Um, Nothing wrong with drinking, but I know that there are some people out there that just seeing a drink causes them not to feel okay about drinking. So please don't have a drink if you don't want to. Uh, don't have to, you know, God accepts a man where he's at. Anyway, so she responds and says, I am not drunk. You know, that's not what's going on here. I was just praying to God from my heart and, you know, everything's good. And he says, go be well, you know, something like that. I don't really know what he said. I can't remember. My, my memory is one of the worst, uh, but you get the idea. Uh, everything's cool. So she goes on her way. And lo and be oh, before before I get into that. So around the time that the wife is provoking her and she's upset, her husband, great guy, he is, he is a great guy, I think. He says to her, and I'm paraphrasing here, am I not worth more than many children? And fellas, I'm gonna stop here and say, say this. For it is amazing for the re- the relationship between a man and a woman. You know, God and Jesus talks about it, that a man would leave his family and be united to his wife and they will become one flesh. Um, so I, I can relate to this guy that says, hey, I'm your husband. I love you. Am I not what more, worth more 
than many sons or children or girls or daughters. You know, I, 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 my opinion here, I mean, I think he has a valid point, but I have to say, uh, for some ladies, they really want to have kids. And I don't think the, the husband is saying, oh, don't have kids. He just kind of has accepted what's going on. She can't have kids. I love her. Uh, I love her so much. Basically, I, you know, these are my words, not hers, his rather. Uh, I wish I could be all the children that you need. You know, I just love you. I mean, and uh, his love is kind of proven because in, in the uh, in the story, I would say, because I can't remember when in the chapter, he would give her like additional portions because they would sacrifice uh, uh, food. You know, uh, they would yeah give the food, sacrifice to God, and she would get more more of the portions of sacrifice than the others. You know. Again, just he, the husband understands what she's going through and uh, what uh, her plight in life and so forth. Uh, so, yeah, again, just his way of showing her, I love you. I know you don't have kids. We're not having kids together. Your rival, your my wife, other wife here, she's having kids, but it doesn't diminish my love for you. It's kind of how I see that. Anyway. Coming back to where I was before I jump back. Um, so she's prayed to God. God hears her prayer because, again, the father has a plan. Uh, and I mean, this kid is going to be one of the greatest kids ever lived. Oh, sorry, I forgot this. Again, if you're re- uh, listening to this podcast and uh, looking for like some kind of consistency, I will work on it. But uh, that is not my goal. My goal is just to share me reading through the scriptures and enjoying God and his verses. So anyway, um, so while she was praying, she basically says to God, give me a child. If you do, I will give him to you and he will serve you all the days of his life. Stuff like that. So basically, give me a child and I will give my child to you and he'll serve you. So that's kind of what was part of her prayer. Anyway. So jumping ahead again, uh, God hears her prayer, and lo and behold, uh, she has a baby, and it wasn't delivered by stocks, or, or stock. Uh, you know what happened. Man and wife get together, and a baby pops out. <laughs> Maybe I should call this podcast Popping Out Babies. I don't know. Just kidding. Um, so she has a baby, on, and like I said earlier, they would go... Um, once a year to go and uh, 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 kind of worship God in a sense. Uh, there's like there's some laws, uh, uh, the Jewish laws, which I can't remember. This podcast is not about educating you about the Jewish law. Um, if you like, I can make a podcast for that, but that's not what this is. This is just me sharing the story. So they would go every year, and so she has the baby, but the year when they're supposed to go, she decides not to go. Because she's going to focus on, uh, you know, taking care of the baby. There's a specific word that's used, which I can't remember. Anyway, uh, so she doesn't go. The husband says, hey, you do you. Uh, do what you set your mind on. And, I mean, again, everything's great. Uh, so she, she, I believe she weans the child. And then the year after that, she brings the child to uh, back to the house of God. And says, hey, Eli, 
This is the kid that I prayed about. You remember me? The woman that you thought was drunk? <laughs> I wasn't drunk. Here, God has answered my prayer. Here's the kid I prayed about. He is to stay right here and serve the Lord. Um, so anyway, life goes on. She goes back in. God blesses her. And she has more. She has, I think she has uh, several kids. I mean, God's just amazing in that. You know, you think things are not going your way. And all of a sudden, he just opens the floodgates. And I mean, it's it's Christmas all over again. Uh, so has a kid and has several kids, I think. And, you know, that story kind of disappears because we're going to move on to the kid that she had. So uh, in this point in the podcast, I could say, well, this is the end of the episode. Thanks for coming. Uh, stay tuned for the next one where I will talk about Eli. But that's not how we roll. I'm just going to keep going. And maybe later I might splice this into two or three or four. I don't know. But um, so we're now going to focus on a kid that she gave birth to. And his name is Samuel. First uh, Samuel. It's about Samuel. And yeah, a lot more characters to come. Uh, real people. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, here we go. Samuel. So, oh, before we talk about Samuel, let's talk about Eli. Because that's going to play uh, uh, what they call a pivotal point later on. <sighs> Eli, Eli, Eli. I, I, I got to say, I kind of feel for this guy. I mean, I have empathy for Eli. Because here's, here's the deal. Eli was uh, a, a priest of God or the head Le- Levite again. If you want, like, that standard, like, what does this mean? This is not the podcast for you. Um, But, again, you can read the Bible and get more details. But let's just say that Eli was kind of like the head person in charge. God's house, things like that. Uh, Now, keep in mind, the the temple had not been built at this time. Because that's later to be built by Solomon. So... Back in the day, you had the Ark of God, which was awesome. And um, it, it had a, a housing of some sort. And this is kind of where Eli would hang out. So, all right. So, Eli. Um, Eli's uh, life is not the greatest. Uh, he's a father. Um, so, kind of like a little bit of uh, history here. Eli is a priest and he has kids. The Bible does talk about priests having children. Uh, Again, take that as you will. But this is scripture. This is the Bible. There were priests that had kids. There is verses that talk about if somebody chooses not to have kids, they don't need to have kids. If somebody doesn't get married, they don't need to get married. Uh, This is not advocating that you should get married. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, here's a priest. He got married. He had kids. At least. He must have got married for him to be a priest and have kids. Anyway. Uh, in the eyes of God and still be known as a priest is what I mean. Because I'm sure you can, you know. Anyway. Um, so, Eli. I, I tend to ramble again. Again, this podcast is just my way of... Uh, 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 experiencing God in the scriptures, so there is like zero structure here. Um, 
So, and there's going to be a, a lot of arms. I'm going to work on that, but anyway. So, Eli has these kids. And these kids are basically nightmares. They are the worst types. Because, and these kids were priests. But they are the worst kinds of priests uh, that would represent God in any way. They, so, a little bit of tradition here. Or not tradition, but the law. So, basically... Um, the Levites were supposed, uh, the Israelites were supposed to take care of the Levites. And they would take care of the Eli, uh, Levites by their sacrifices and, you know, the portions of grain or uh, the different types of offerings that were given. And you can learn more about that, like in the first, um, well, the second to the fifth book uh, about the sacrifices and guilt offerings and things like that. But basically, uh, uh, the priests, so people would uh, would give their offerings, uh, you know, their meats, and they'll put it in a pot or something, and the Levites would take a fork, plunge it in there, and whatever comes out was theirs. Well, these priests figured that they would circumvent God's law, right? Because it was God's law to do it this way. So they were going against God, and they were like, no, just give us the meat. And people would be like, no, we, we are supposed to put it in the pot. That's what God wants. The Levites would be like, no. I mean, sorry, the, these sons of Eli are like, no, that's not what we're doing. Give us the meat or we'll, something, we'll do something to you. So, and, so basically, they were just really bad people. Uh, and not only that, they were sleeping with the women at the temple. Uh, you know, like, and so you get the idea that these women were not their wives. And they just kind of slept around really just uh, portraying uh, uh, people who ought to be uh, priests of God. And they were portraying them in a really bad way. And God had decided that they would die. I want you to think about that. You are in your sin. You And it's not that people didn't sin. But these particular kids, they, uh, they were really bad. I cannot uh, stress how bad these kids were. They were so bad that God said, I have decided these two are going to die. God is going to have them killed, which will come later. So really bad priests, really bad kids. And Eli would tell his kids, you need to stop. You, you're not, you can't live like this. This is not what God wants you to do. But the kids wouldn't listen. And, and as a father... I empathize with Eli because trying to raise kids is really, really hard. And, uh, but uh, Eli had like an extra uh, 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 responsibility as being a priest of God. And, um, and I empathize with him. So whatever Eli said didn't really work or help his kids. So um, God had destined that his kids would die back to Samuel. So here's Samuel in the, the house of God, um, you know, living things up, serving the Lord in his capacity as a young little kid growing up in the Lord. And um, so one day Samuel is like, you know, sleeping or hanging out. So he hears somebody call his name, Eli. I mean, sorry, uh, Samuel. And then he goes to Eli and says, oh, here I am. Um, what do you need? Eli. And you kind of get 
for me, Eli is kind of grumpy, to be honest. <laughs> Maybe it was his kids that made him grumpy. I don't know. Just my opinion. And he's like, oh, I didn't call you. Go back and sleep. So Samuel goes back to sleep. And he hears his name again, Samuel. So uh, he gets up and he's like, uh, Eli, you called? <laughs> and Eli's like, no, I didn't call you. Go back to sleep. And then he hears his name again, Samuel. So he gets up, goes to Eli. And by this time, Eli has figured out that God is calling him. The Lord is calling Samuel. So he tells Samuel, next time you hear, uh, just say, here I am. Uh, I am your servant. Uh, again, I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember and I don't have the Bible in front of me right now because I'm driving and I figured I'll do my podcast now. Uh, so here I am. I'm, uh, I'll serve you. Something like that. So God calls the fourth time and says, Samuel, Samuel. Samuel answers God and they talk and he basically says, I'm going to deal with Eli and his son. Yeah, so it's really bad news for Eli and his sons and you know uh, Samuel takes it and okay alright alright God I don't know what he said you know uh, but what I find interesting about the, the chapter is that the verse says Samuel keep in mind who have been serving in God's house did not know the Lord that verse still blows me away I, I talked to my wife the other day and I told her that and she had mentioned that uh, back in the day, knowing the Lord was to have a relationship with him. So another, so here's another little uh, uh, thing I, I don't like about the English language. I mean, I love America, great country, but I love God more. And I'm just putting that out there. Uh, actually, I don't think it's a great country, but you know, it's it's an okay country. Come on, let's be real. Anyway, uh, I mean, nice place to live, but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I love God more. Anyway, so um, uh, so where I was going with that is the English language. It has a way of taking either it was in Hebrew or Aramaic or whatever and substituting these words to mean something. So when I read that Samuel had not yet known the Lord, I'm like, he's been hanging out in the house of God. How, what are you saying he doesn't know the Lord? But I think the, the point to be made here, as my wife kind of indicated, is that Samuel, may, even, uh, even though he had been hanging out in God's house, didn't really have a relationship with him and it just makes me it, it really blows the door open as to what it means to be a disciple of Jesus the disciple of God you know you could call yourself a Christian but do you truly have a relationship with God you know I want you to chew on that uh, so anyway God talks to Samuel and Eli's like so what did he say and Samuel knows it's bad news, so he's like, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what he said. And then Eli's like, if, uh, you know, basically kind of threatens him that, in my words, that if you don't tell me what God told you, told you I'm going to, I don't know, God's going to deal with you or something like that. So Samuel's like, okay, uh, your sons are going to die. And I'm, I can't remember if it says you're going to die too or something like that. Uh, and again, Eli, you just got to have to empathize with him and uh, truly appreciate 
it's hard even though things are not the greatest uh and i am going to end the podcast soon because i have to go do stuff um and he's like hey god's will be done you know i mean that's i i get it and isn't that amazing just that idea of um i just heard bad news but god's awesome i mean i, I have to think that even though sam eli didn't wasn't the greatest um things still kind of worked out i mean not worked out but who knows what's going to happen at the end right uh, so to kind of end the podcast, and uh, I will talk tell you guys more later. Um, Israel goes to war and they are losing, so they say, "Hey, let's get the ark of God," and they get the ark, and Eli's sons go with the ark. Long story short, Eli's sons get killed in battle, as God said they were going to die. And then um, uh, somebody comes with the news and tells, you know, says, oh, and tells Eli what's happening. And what I find interesting here is like the guy says to Eli, your children are dead, right? And the ark of the Lord has been taken. And Eli only responds to the ark of the Lord has been taken. And then he falls back and he, he dies. So uh, I will expand more on this later. Gotta go. Uh, to God be the glory.